Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yeah, it's a good day for singing a song. And it's a good, good day for moving along. Yeah, it's a good day. How can anything go wrong? Good day from morning till night. Good morning, Grand Valley. It's a good day. It's really not. I mean, there's a reason or two that it's not a good day. First of all, we got haze outside. It's a little cool. It's not cold. It's cool. And we're saying goodbye to Garen this morning, Bob. So it's not really the best day, but it's a, but it's a good day. We'll make it good here inside we'll the radio it. station. Have a good time with us. 708, eight minutes after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Just about 60 degrees everywhere. 61 at the airport, 60 at the Highland, 60 in Elm Grove, 61 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Hazy skies out there. Adam says the Canadian wildfires are back. Are, they, are those wildfires still going? I mean, I can't tell. It looked like fog to me, but uh, I'm not sure. What do you think, Garen? Is that La- smoke? It's definitely on my way in. The sun looked orange, like very vibrantly orange and then i was looking it up i think the last time i checked was like two days ago and there's still like 400 wildfires in canada wow. right now i believe i read and i was going to talk about it and i meant to ask adam about it i couldn't believe it i believe i read the canadian wildfires are causing problems in europe the the wire the smoke the haze going across the ocean and causing problems over there that's a lot of smoke yeah. that is a lot of smoke Anyway, Adam says, hazy skies today, thanks to the Canadian wildfires. Uh, clouds will stick around this morning. They will clear out, but we won't see any blue skies because we'll see wildfire. smoke. Well, you smoke. Exactly right. Smoke. Highs will be in the upper 70s today. Tomorrow, our air quality improves. Lots of sunshine for the day tomorrow. Sunny skies on Thursday. High temperatures, low 80s. As I said, 61 at the airport, 60 at the Highland, 60 at the uh, Elm Grove and 61 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We'll talk more about Garen's. Uh, I think, Bob, what we'll do, just forget about her for a minute. <laughs> I think maybe right at the tail end of the show, we should just talk about her. You know, in front of her, you mean? Uh, what the, you know, she'll be on her way out. What's she gonna do? I mean, she'll be. We'll talk. We have. I, I have a few things to say. You know what? I didn't. I didn't prepare for this, so I should have thought about this. We should do the highlights and lowlights of Garen. <laughs> I can jot a couple things down. And but Howard, I'm struggling a little bit. I don't know if you could tell or not. I have a pounding, pounding headache. Oh. You know, I, I, I set up the music around here, and my goodness, what is the big deal about this Led Zeppelin? Other than they're so loud. They're my loud. goodness gracious. Yeah, they're loud. They're wonderful. Oh, uh, Led Zeppelin. They're loud. Music today in honor of Garen. Let yeah, only six. So. We're going to let the lead out, Howard. <laughs> uh, did you, you couldn't find the Led Zeppelin version of the Good Morning? Song? I was looking, no. I was looking for the acoustic uh, versions. How about, I, uh, how about uh, the Sunshine song? No, nah, I couldn't find that either. I tried. <laughs> I tried. There was a goodbye song, but I don't even think they said goodbye. I, all I can hear is he screaming hey, guitar. Bang, 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 bang. Again, what is the big deal about Led Zeppelin? <laughs> Sound like Jerry. I sound like uh, Jerry Seinfeld. What is the big deal? (laughs) (laughs) Garen likes it. We're giving her a chance to have the bumpers of her choice today. So, Led Zeppelin, it will be. I love Led Zeppelin. Howard does too. It'll it'll be the last time we're going to hear Led Zeppelin. (laughs) Just just make it as clear as possible. Last time you're going to hear Led Zeppelin bumper here. But be prepared for that. Hey, I want to do a couple of quick follow-ups to yesterday. And then we'll get into some stuff I have uh, uh, for today, including some specific stuff I want to talk to Garen about. Uh, The one thing, I shouldn't say the one thing. One of the things I'm going to really miss, Bob, when Garen is gone is we're two old guys. Yes, we are. And she brings a different perspective to things. Whole different. And there's some things I want to get her perspective on as a younger person, a part of Gen Z, uh, and find out exactly what she thinks. So we'll do that a little bit later on. Can't wait. But some leftovers from yesterday. We talked about uh, the $1.2 billion in broadband money that came to the state, which will be a huge asset. We're going to be able to uh, extend broadband, hopefully, to the entire state. Uh, some of the areas that don't have it at all will get some. Uh, those who have broadband will be able to get a better broadband. So it's a huge deal. It's a gigantic deal. It's an economic development success story uh and it's all part of what i want to say i forgot to mention this yesterday it's all part of that infrastructure act which i should point out and so we all agreed the broadband funding is a good thing right 
Yes. I do. I mean, getting that money for $1.2 billion, we, we are among the top states to get that much money. Uh, it's a really good thing. And I want you to all keep in mind, Alex Mooney voted against it. Didn't want it. Alex Mooney criticized Dave McKinley because he voted for the Infrastructure Act. Alex Mooney said, oh, no, I don't want to bring that money to my state. He literally said that at one point. No, no, I'm not concerned about bringing money to the state. I care about the country. And so all of these projects that are underway are going to be underway, uh, including this $1.2 billion for broadband. This is money that Alex Mooney didn't want us to have. And you're right, Howard. And, and everybody's got a good memory like you. And about a year from now, they're going to hammer him for that. It, it, who knows for sure who it's going to be? I don't want to look too far ahead because that's a long time. It could be JJ. It could be Joe Manchin. They are going to use that, and they're going to use it every day, multiple times a day. Yeah, you voted against it. Here are the things that you said you didn't want for our state. This will be certainly one of them. And we wouldn't are, have it if you had your way. There are multiple millions probably totaled up to billions of other projects that are occurring in the state, include roads, bridges, those kinds of things that are due to the Infrastructure Act. Now, I will say Mooney doesn't live alone in that fantasy world that we don't need the money. Uh, I heard a couple of texts on Hoppy show yesterday, Dave Wilson filling in. Um, I don't know why uh, the, the deep state is trying to take control of everything. and wait, Just send that money back. Send the money back. Sure, let's send that broadband money back, right? Let's send it back, and we'll continue to be in uh, unconnectivity down south. And when we Monday morning quarterback, Howard, let's let's be fair. When we look back on the career of David McKinley, not on your team, but here's a man that said, look, I know this is going to hurt me. This is really going to hurt me, but i got to be true to my state. I've got to be true to do what the best thing is for my state. And what did it cost him, Howard? It cost him his job. I, will, I, have, I have always been a friend— and I mean, seriously, I've always been a personal friend of Dave McKinley's. Um, and one of the reasons he was on my show frequently was he and I could disagree. I mean, I did not agree with a lot of his politics, but we would disagree. And then we would literally sometimes go out to lunch because that's, you know, he was the old school. Here's his philosophy. I mean, he would, he, he, I would meet him, see him in a restaurant someplace with he's got some of his fellow congressmen coming to town or something. And he would laugh and he'd go, this is Howard Monroe. He's the last liberal we have here in this. You know, mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing. I Mooney just well probably would spit in my face. So. And anyway, keep in mind, as as the state begins to grow because of just specifically this broadband funding, forget all the other stuff. This is something that Alex Mooney did not want you to have. A couple of leftover texts on that broadband subject, broadband cell service, and so on. <laughs> Our friend Alan says, Neff still doesn't have cell service. <laughs> we have two cable uh, providers, but we don't have cell service. So, all right, there you go. Uh, let me see. I thought there was something else on the broadband issue that was in the text line. This is off the text line, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack auction service text line. Uh, another subject I have talked about frequently, and we were talking about uh, Kamala Harris yesterday. And NBC News poll says she is the most unpopular president in the last 30 years. I was surprised at that, not because I thought she would be popular. I thought she would just be ignored. But you two are felt, you know, when I ask you guys, what do you think of Kamala Harris? Each of you went, ugh. And then I try, yeah, and then I try to remember the last time I, you know, got to see her on TV or anywhere, and I, I couldn't remember. Question was raised, I think, by you, Bob. Well, do you think that... Uh, Joe Biden will keep her as vice president. We talked a bit about that. Text line 304-214-1600. I think Joe Manchin should be VP, which is not something we've talked a lot about. We're talking about Joe Manchin, possibly a third-party presidential candidate. What about a VP candidate? And then now be Joe Manchin for a second, Howard. Okay, you're offered that position. I guess you got to think about it. And one of the factors, you have to look across the table at, at President Biden and say, man, he, he, he doesn't look like he could maybe be in the greatest of health in four years from now. Would, would, that, would that factor in on your decision? If I'm, One yes, heartbeat he, away, Howard. Yes. One heartbeat away. Remember I told you the West Wing story where President Bartlett said, I wrote down the reason I want him for vice president. I could die. Um, Manchin. So let's, let's throw this VP as an option in there. I haven't heard a lot of talk about that. This is purely one of our texters. Manchin, run for re-election, face the single most difficult re-election campaign of his life 
with a strong likelihood, especially if Jim Justice is the, is the candidate, the strong likelihood he will not win. So re-election, hard campaign, maybe not win. Presidency, third-party candidate for the presidency. All right, maybe he could run as a third-party candidate on the new labels ticket, no labels ticket or something like that. But there still is the issue of, um, you know, he's not going to win probably the presidency. He, if no, no labels is successful in mounting a campaign, it will probably put Donald Trump in office. So Joe Biden, or not Joe Biden, but Joe Manchin will say, well, okay, but at least I ran for president. That's, that's an option. Or maybe the texter has a good point. Third option, Joe Manchin runs for VP with Biden. Forget the one heartbeat away, although that's certainly important. Biden has a reasonably good chance of winning over Trump, at least. So that's, that's his path to winning. That's his path to being on the, uh, uh, being successful. Re-election, hard, probably lose. Presidency, lose, but maybe get some, uh, maybe go down with a very positive image in history. Or VP, he's got, he's got a, I mean, Biden's got a good shot of winning. So running as VP, that makes him a good shot to be, you know, to, to win. That may be his best chance to win. Just got it from a really good source out there, Howard, that maybe this whole independent thing, he's testing the water to see where he's at. And if it is 5%, which doesn't sound like a lot, maybe he could use that as leverage going to, let's say, I don't know, President Biden saying, look, I could hurt you in this. I know I have at least 5%. Put me on the ticket and we'll beat Trump. Well, it's a possibility. Now, let's be honest about it. I, again, I think this is an option that mentioned were to be offered, again, we have, to, we have got to pass the fact that Kamala Harris is the vice president, and the norm is for the VP to continue. But if, if Biden would decide to replace her, Manchin? Uh, the problem there is that Manchin and Biden have had some really tough words lately. I'm not sure they They have, but you know how it works, Howard. If you're up against this guy over here that can beat you and you think this guy can help you, and let me ask you one more question before we go to a break. If Joe Manchin goes full force, gets the backing that we think is possible, he gets that. Do you think he can generate 5%? Do you think he has that where he says, look, it's not it's not a ton, but I got 5% of the votes right here in my pocket. For? For president. I don't know that Joe Manchin brings the 5%. I think that a third-party candidate will bring more than 5%. Now, the problem with that is it would almost – and this is one of the reasons why I think Manchin will not and why Democrats are arguing him not to do it. Uh, it would take almost completely away from Biden. It's going to be a close race. If, if it's Biden and Trump, he doesn't want to be the spoiler. He don't want to be the guy that puts Donald Trump in. But office. maybe he doesn't want, maybe he wants that bargaining chip to get the VP ticket to say, look, you know I'm going to hurt you with this 5%. Put me on the ticket yeah. with you and we will win together. Well, the other leftover issue I want to talk about is um, health. We were talking about health and Biden's health. Yesterday we talked about the fact that uh, Governor Justice had gallbladder surgery. Routine, successful Gallbladder surgery in general is not that big a deal. Uh, I know a number of people have had their gallbladder removed. Life has gone on almost immediately. But, as I said yesterday, it begins to raise concerns in general about J.J.'s health. And you know who raised the concerns yesterday? Uh, Mr. Mooney? You would think so, but no. <laughs> no. His doctor? <laughs> Our good friend Stephen Allen Adams in a uh, piece in the Intel Monday's gallbladder surgery, the latest health issue for justice. A late-night announcement of gallbladder surgery for Governor Justice was the latest in a string of health issues for the West Virginia leader. And then Stephen goes to list all of the health problems he's had. The governor said that he went to the doctor recently. But I, no, the governor said, I've had no recent doctor appointments. Governor, for a man your age and your health, that's not good. But I've had no recent doctor appointments, but the latest time I did, they told me I'm in wonderful health, except I'm a little chunky. <laughs> now, chunky is not really the word to use. And I don't mean in any pejorative way. I don't think he's chunky. He's a he's big, big, big man. From Stevens' article, Health Issues and Concerns Have Hounded Justice Ever Since He Took Office as a Democrat in 2017. Justice's weight and height have caused him issues with his feet. Limiting how long he can walk and stand. Justin has to be driven up. The justice has to be driven up to the entrance of the governor's office or the governor's mansion or the culture center or any place else where it is. They're going to drive him right to the door. Now, as Bob Slider can tell you, 
There's no, there's nothing embarrassing about that. Some of us, raising my hand, have to be driven to the door. Nonetheless, it, it continues to add to the issue of his health. Justice has had, says Stephen, several illnesses over the year. Um, prior to, I forgot about this. He had COVID right back in January of 2022 uh, with serious symptoms. He had to postpone his state of the state speech. Um, so he, uh, he, had, uh, d- uh, he was treated for Lyme disease. At one point, and um, he had milder COVID just this year. So I said somebody was going to use the gallbladder surgery as a way to point out all of his health problems. Well, that somebody turned out to be our good friend <laughs> and colleague, Stephen Adams. You can read the piece in the uh, Intel this morning. All right, what do we got coming up today? 723. Um, Garen is here for her final day, and I want to talk about a few things that uh, she can offer that Gen Z perspective on before we uh, uh, wave goodbye to her. So our final day today with our chief comedy writer and Skywatch weather woman, uh, Garen Kroll, is here. On the serious side of life, the U.S. Supreme Court surprisingly and convincingly yesterday ruled against a fringe election theory that Donald Trump and the far right had been promoting and I honestly was very fearful this conservative court would support that theory, which would have turned American elections upside down and made them so political at the state level we, we wouldn't recognize elections. Surprisingly, 6-3 to three convincing vote um, against that. We'll take a look at that. And uh, every time we talk about Governor Justice and, and his health and his finances and his, and his uh, personal problems and so on, there's just one little thing that we never, ever talk about. What's that, Howard? Democrats. Ah. Democrats. Where are they at? That's where are they at? It is a question I will ask later this morning. The state party chair, Democratic State Party Chair Mike Pushkin, he's coming in as well. And the Wheel of Fortune has named a new host. But here's the question. What about Vanna? Yeah, I read somewhere she's getting uh, attorneys to back her up on something. Is there a fight going on? There Howard? is a fight going on, and we'll get into that coming up later on. So there you go, team. That's what we've got this morning. Garen is still with us today. So uh, if you have text for her, text them in on the Frio Stack auction service text line. Tell me how great I am. Yes, you can do that. Absolutely tell her how, how great she is. Uh, well, there's something I want to talk to you about from yesterday. A little tiny error, a little tiny error that I, I want to get to. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that coming up later on. You do a fine job. That, you know, youngsters like you make mistakes. But I just want to call it your t- I'll do it later on. Uh, 725 here on the Watchdog Morning Show as we move along. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Tuesday edition of the show, the latest on what's going on with WVU basketball. Dave Bryan from Steeler Depot joins us at 4 o'clock. Tom Bragg in studio at 5 and an announcement about professional wrestling in Charleston. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. 
WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. show is this where is Barry Manilow where is Neil Sedaka where are the old jazz tunes what the heck oh that's right in honor of Garen and we need to honor her today as her final day as our intern we let her pick the bumper music and she said let's go with the lead so it's Led Zeppelin bumper music all morning long oh lord Bob, there's only one good thing in my mind. That is? It's the short day. It is. We have six. We only have have to worry about six bumpers. Roaming right around 60 degrees everywhere here in the upper Ohio Valley. It's a hazy morning outside, and it's going to be a hazy day all day today. Adam says if you look up in the sky throughout the day today, you're not really going to see sun. You're going to see the sun through the haze, so there'll be a tint to the sky all day Maybe a little smoke even. Little smoke gets in your eyes. Oh, jeez. That's play, his style. That's it. Couldn't we play Smoke Gets in Your Eyes? That's it. Uh, Tomorrow we'll did, play that out. Did Led Zeppelin do a version of Smoke Gets in Your Eyes? Next up is uh, Dazed and Confused. Maybe that's that will we'll work that in. Uh, that would, that's that's uh, certainly me as well. Highest today in the upper 70s, as I mentioned. Right around 60 right now. Um, I want to do this segment just because it just boggles my mind. It's also a depressing segment, though. This is... I call it bad mothers, but it isn't all. One's a mother's story, one's a babysitter's story. Uh, women who don't properly take care of their kids. Oh, wait, I want to get this straight. So it's not like John Wayne. He was a bad mother. No, no, no. This is, she was a bad, bad mother. mother. She's, a bad, she's a mother who is bad. Let me start the babysitter first. The mother's story is even worse. Uh, an 18-year-old babysitter. Now she's 18, so, you know. 18-year-old babysitter stole a car from the mother of the children she was babysitting. That's not good. Stole the car. Drove them to Florida. I'm sorry. Drove them from Florida to Wisconsin. That's a road trip, man. That's also a kidnapping charge. (laughs) Then left them in a park in Wisconsin. Oh. Just left them there. Just left them there. Just left them there. The good news is, in this case, the kids were not harmed. They were eventually found. The woman has been arrested. She's being charged. But what goes through? She, 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 was, she was babysitting these kids. She steals the car from the mother of the kids, drives from Florida to, when I say, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And dumps the kids out in a park somewhere. You go play now, kids. If you're going to steal the car... Just steal the car, if you're, and if you're going to leave the kids alone, leave them alone at home, not in Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't. I, I it, it, it absolutely boggles my mind. <laughs> and, and Howard, you have all those gadgets and whistles on your phone. Why didn't you get like an Amber Alert? You would uh, think yeah. this one would have jumped out. They know who took them. They knew there was kids involved. Right, right, right. Well, of course, yeah. Amber Alerts tend to be. Well, I, if they didn't know it was going to to Wisconsin, it wouldn't have necessarily gone out nationwide. I got gotcha. you. Got probably only gone around Florida. Now the good news here is the kids were found. The woman's been charged, but it's it's, it's like in my what what in the world goes through your mind? This one is worse though because baby is dead. Oh no! In and I know, and I almost didn't want to do these things, but just sometimes I I just shake my head. <sighs> Prosecutors in Ohio, the Cleveland area, it would be Ohio, have announced murder charges 
against a woman in the death of her 16-month-old daughter. Now, we have heard stories in the past of how young children have been abused, they've been beaten, they've been whatever. This woman went on vacation and left her 16-month, um, not, I said year, pardon me, not year, six, left her 16-month-old daughter alone for 10 days in the house. 16-year-old, again, I made a mistake. 16-year-old, okay, you're a 16-year-old, you know, you fend for your... Ha- right, you can f- probably handle that at 16. The fridge is stocked and, uh, you know, I'm going... She went away on vacation and left her 16-month-old daughter alone in the house. I heard that story earlier. I did not know the baby had died. Baby has died. Uh, I just, wow, it's terrible. That is horrible. And and it, the, the she has been charged with murder, but... I shake my head. There are certain things I shake my head on. I truly, literally do not understand them. I, I try my best all the time to put my head in the, if it's a bad guy or gal, to put my head in how, what, what was going through their mind. What in the world is going through the mind? I, for example, I, I, there's absolutely no, I don't condone it at all, but a woman, leave, a mother leaves a kid in the car and she goes into have a few drinks. Terrible. Kid dies. That's We've heard those stories before. I, I My mind understands that. The woman just said, oh, it's not that big a deal. I get that. She went on vacation for 10 days and left a 16-month-old behind. I can't, there's no way I can get into the head of somebody who thinks like that. The only thing could be if she had a severe mental handicap. Well, yeah. But then you would think, okay, if she has the mentality of a six-year-old, you would still say she would know better than to, uh, you would think a six-year-old would know better than to leave a baby alone for a week. Yeah, yeah. Six-year-old, uh, she probably, yes. She probably knew what she was doing. Uh, like, there's no one just didn't care, stupid. I guess. Right. I no guess. one's that stupid. Well, was she so stupid she thought a 16-month-old could fend for themselves? I mean, well, six- she probably didn't think that it could fend. If she's trying to go on vacation so bad when her kid's 16 months old that she's going to leave him alone for 10 days, then she clearly doesn't like it that much. And when you look at it really serious, I say the death penalty is there for a reason. And I know you're totally against it, Howard. But again, sometimes you just have to go, that's the worst of the worst, and you need to be punished this way. I, I am opposed to the death penalty on moral principles. Justice is mine, saith the Lord. But I always add to that, if there is a death penalty, there are certain things that's clearly meant for, and this would be one of them. Absolutely. This would be one of them. Um, without any question. Ten days vacation and just let the kid alone. Hey, at least the other one was a babysitter. Well, they weren't her kids. I've often used the, you know, Bob, you you cannot hold your breath until you die. When we're little kids, we I'm going to hold my breath until I die. Your body will not allow you to do that. You hold your breath up to a certain point, and then your body says, that's it. I'm not going to let you do it. I firmly believe if I ever tried to harm my children, physically harm them, my body would say, "Uh uh-uh, shutting you down, pal, and I would shut down. How can this happen? I just, depressing stories, but I I just felt I wanted to put them out there. And I'm sure through the news channels we will get a look at her and uh, maybe get an idea on what the hell was going through her her mind. I I, I think Garen's right. Just didn't care. Just, I'm out of here. Clearly. 736-24 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Look outside. What you see apparently is what you're going to get all day today. And what you should be seeing is clouds mixed with haze. And the haze, oh, my God, the wildfires are back. We'll talk to Adam about that and more on our weather update coming up next. Plus, slider on sports not far away. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this June the 28th. The father who issued threats to a school bus driver from Union Local was handed a sentence of community service, avoiding any jail time. David Miller made an appearance in Belmont County Court where he pled guilty to the charge of aggravated menacing. Initially, the judge imposed a seven-day jail sentence on him, but later provided Miller with an opportunity to explain. Miller said his actions occurred when emotions were running high and were, in his words, completely inappropriate. He said he is the sole caregiver of his disabled wife and he needs to be at home. The judge then suspended all jail time. Miller continued to insist that the bus driver assaulted his son. The judge said that was not true. And staying in Belmont County, a house fire that happened yesterday morning has been declared a complete loss. 
Officials say the fire started around 1 a.m. on Tuesday in East Richland, just outside of St. Clairsville. Authorities say the family inside the home discovered the fire had started in the garage and called 911. Luckily, no one was injured. At this time, officials tell us that the fire is not suspicious. And with the 4th of July weekend right around the corner, state police will be posted throughout the mountain state to target dangerous habits on the roadways like aggressive driving, speeding, no seatbelts, and DUIs. High crash areas will be the main focal point for officers. During traffic stops, it's important to remember to move over and slow down in construction zones, which will, we will be seeing more traffic than usual for the holiday. The increase in patrols will be happening from June 29th to July 5th. And the air quality alert has been issued for the state of Ohio by the Mid-Ohio Regional Planning Commission. The air quality is set to reach an unhealthy level today for the first time since August of 2003. Active children, older adults, and people with asthma and COPD are more likely to suffer an increase in the number of severity of symptoms during an air quality alert. That was a look at your headlines. Have a wonderful Wednesday, everyone. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. On the last talk line on Metro News, U.S. Senator Shelley Moore Capito, West Virginia, getting $1.2 billion to expand broadband service in West Virginia. If this doesn't get every single person connected adequately, shame on everybody, but this will do it. We are totally poised for this. This is one of the largest uh, grants out of this program for our state. Talk line weekdays at 10.06, right here on this Metro News radio station. We'll talk to you then. These are the 100 Days of Summer, and this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. the best one my ears song is so good. oh my it is uh an all led zeppelin bumper music wednesday the choice of bumpers today from our intern garen kroll who is here for her last day you've been here for what three weeks three and a half three and a half weeks yeah, yeah. went by quick did you uh, i want to talk details later do you really feel like you learned anything? Yes. No, I'm serious. No, I'm, did you, yes. you know, I, I know you learned that we're, we're old and that we do crazy <laughs> things, but did you learn anything? I mean, do, is there something you can take back to your school, to your class, and say, yeah, this was a, a value to me educationally? I can run the control board all by my lonesome, so that's really important. And then I learned how to use a bunch of the software that we use here. Okay. So I'll be able to put that on my resume, too, all and right. hopefully people will hire me. There you go, someday. All right, <laughs> let's go over to uh, Adam Fike from the Big 7. Good morning. Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? The wildfires are still burning. Those Canadian wildfires are still up there sending haze our way. Oh, you betcha. How, how big are these wildfires? I mean, they, they've been, this is, it was like three weeks ago we had the real problem for a couple of days. Now we're back again. I think I saw, correct me if I'm wrong, I could be, Adam, but I think I saw a headline that said, some of the Canadian wildfire smoke had blown across the ocean was causing problems in Europe, for, the, for that matter. These must be mighty big wildfires. I mean, from what I'm seeing, there's just hundreds of wildfires just going across Canada. It's just when we get the wind set up just right, I mean, there's nothing really stopping them, honestly. Unfortunately, those winds continue to shift our way from Canada. That just means we see the effect of the smoke from it, unfortunately. Do they come in uh, to our area, or, or if they go to Europe or in New York City, wherever, do they come in, in at high elevations? Is that it? They, the, the fire, the smoke goes up high and gets caught in high winds, and that's what carries them along? So when the fires burn, it basically just blows straight up. It gets, like you said, it gets lofted into those upper levels of the atmosphere. But as it starts to travel, as we see the jet stream move our way, well, we know the cold air is more dense, so as it moves up, it cools, which means it's naturally going to get brought 
back to the ground. So when it starts to encounter our low-pressure system, like what we're seeing over Michigan, it kind of just pushes that smoke that's been up in the atmosphere to the ground, which is what we're seeing this morning, which is why it looks foggy or hazy, simply just because it's hazy smoke from those wildfires. Our intern, Garen, took a picture of sunrise this morning on her way in, but the sun looked a little weird, kind of a weird color. I guess it's because it's, uh, it was filtered through the haze. Yep, that would be exactly correct. A little ominous, but, yeah, not the best day. We also have clouds out there. We did, at least, we earlier this morning. There were clouds out there, and then the haze, which is a different issue. So there were two separate issues. The clouds are going to go away eventually, right? I mean, at this point, a lot of the clouds are starting to go away much of the area right now. I mean, yes, parts of the northern panhandle still seeing clouds, but much of I-7, south of I-70 isn't. But this hazy look is unfortunately going to continue throughout the day. Actually, interesting point to bring up about that is I'm looking at the METARP, the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Visibility at the airport is being reduced to a mile. Really? That means this haze is causing dense, not quite dense, Fog dense fog would be less than a mile, but this haze is causing visibility to be reduced. You can smell it; and it's causing unhealthy air quality today. Uh, now, obviously, the wildfires are going to continue. Will the haze continue to be a problem for us? Will air quality continue to be a problem for us here in the Upper Ohio Valley beyond just today? Not, not, not beyond today. Today, that's just the way the winds are coming from. Tomorrow, as that low pressure, not low pressure. High pressure continues to move out of the area. We'll see our wind shift to a more west-southwest. So we might still notice a little bit in the upper levels of the atmosphere, not so much in the low levels like today. So air quality might still be on that moderate, not quite unhealthy range, but it's not going to be as bad as today when we should. Theoretically, air quality should see more sunshine tomorrow. So, all right, so for today, the clouds either are gone or will be gone. Haze is going to stay there. So when we look at the sky today, throughout the day, we're not going to see a beautiful blue sunny sky. We're going to see a hazy sort of filtered kind of sky. Temperatures in the upper 70s. Tomorrow, hopefully a little bit better. And we are looking for more sunshine tomorrow, right? Yeah, sunshine pretty much the same as if we weren't seeing the haze, we would be pretty much seeing clear skies today and tomorrow. Tomorrow just might still would notice a little bit of that haze, and I would say the upper levels. So while today's going to be kind of like this foggish look, tomorrow's going to kind of be like a light blue. It's going to kind of look like it has a little milk mixed in there. But, but it, still it, should be plenty of sunshine. It so. is going to be sunny. I, I know you all get tired of hearing me talk about my grandson, Teddy, but Teddy, all day yesterday, <laughs> all day yesterday, kept saying, Granddad, can we go in the pool? Can we go in the pool? I said, Grandson, look, Teddy, look outside. No, it's cool. And there's no sun. No, we can't. Well, when can we go in the pool? I said, the guy I talked to on the radio in the morning said that probably by tomorrow, meaning today, afternoon, we probably will have some sunshine. And then I think uh, the next day we'll have sunshine. So I think if you can wait till tomorrow afternoon, meaning today, we can go uh, swimming. Please, Adam, don't don't prove me to be a liar because that kid's going to yell at me up one side and down the other if I can't get out and swim with him today. I mean, okay, it, it's, it's one of those, it's like, maybe you can get a little, I'm not going to tell you this from a meteorologist standpoint, this is from a friend standpoint. If you want to go out swimming, go ahead. Just don't do it for extended periods of time. Okay. So like, go out for 30 minutes, go inside, take a break, because you really should live at any outdoor activity today. Yeah. I'm going to be a bit of a hypocrite. I haven't gone for a walk in a while, so I'll likely go for a short walk today, but no more than 30 minutes. And I suppose someone who, like me, who has breathing problems, I should be a little more careful, right? Yep. It's one of those days where especially people who have any, like, heart disease, lung issues, asthma. Hold on a second. Heart disease, yes. Lung issues, yes. Asthma, yes. Yeah, I checked them all there, so probably I should be more more careful about all that stuff. And then tomorrow, sunnier day. But tomorrow will be a sunnier day and hopefully air quality a little bit better. Uh, Walk me into the weekend. Tell me what we have to look forward to for for some of us, a four-day weekend, but walk us into the weekend. You had to throw that hint in there somewhere. Just so, had to get it in there. I'm oh, sorry, well, but yes. I'll give you. I'll just give you the bad news anyway. So Friday, we should see pockets of sunshine. So it's going to be one of those. It's not going to be quite overcast. It's going to be upper-level clouds most of the day. So still a few pockets of sunshine before you feel good Friday. Stray shower or pop-up storm possible during the afternoon and evening hours. Now, any of those storms that do go up could produce heavy downpours and some gusty winds. I'm not expecting everyone to see that, but the better chance for precip and storms will likely be on and off throughout the day Saturday. 
on and off throughout the day Sunday and Monday morning. But by the time we get to Monday afternoon, we should be clearing back out. And, of course, actually Tuesday is the holiday, the 4th of July holiday. It, it, it's We're looking pretty far out there, but if the forecast holds, Tuesday actually should be, for the fourth of the actual 4th of July, a pretty good day, right? Fingers crossed. It's supposed to be sunny as of right now. Monday was supposed to be all sunny yesterday, but now there's rain chances in the morning. So just keep your fingers crossed for Tuesday. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're roaming right around 60 everywhere, 61 at the airport, 60 at the Highlands, 60 in Elm Grove, 61 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. So, folks, if you're looking up in the sky today, when I send Garen out for her final Skywatch weather update, uh, she'll probably see not sun, but haze today. You'll have to filter your sunshine through the haze. Adam, always good talking to you. By the way, we're okay, right? Because I actually got a text yesterday saying, you know, I think that Adam's tired of you the way you talk to him all the time. I don't think I talk bad to you. Do I talk bad to you? No. Adam? Okay. <laughs> well, pause there, pal. <laughs> okay. Well, it was one of those, it's like, I, I was trying to word it properly, because it's like, it takes a lot to get under my skin. And if I was annoyed with you, I wouldn't be calling you. I would magically forget every day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I get that. Okay. I just, I felt bad. So, I mean, I got technically, oh, you know, he doesn't like you because you're, you're always, you're always, you know, I'm not making fun of him, but uh, yeah, I I always like to joke around a little bit. That's Howard. I make fun of myself on a daily basis, so yeah. you're allowed to make fun of me. I give you my permission. Okay. Just know <laughs> that when you harass me, I will harass you back. I have it's noticed that actually. Yes, I actually I have I have noticed that. All right, Adam. Appreciate it very much. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you then. Thank you, Adam Fike from the Big Seven. Yeah, I got. I don't. I don't treat him badly, do I, Bob? No, no, not at all. I mean, we kid, we kid with Adam. He uh, he gives it right back. I mean, with all of the uh, morning meteorologists from Channel Seven that we've worked with, uh, 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 Brian Davis and uh, Emily Goodman and uh, Aaron and Zach, um, you know, we all we've always kind of goofed around a little bit. Adam's part of the team. Is just kidding around with each other. That's you know, a, playful banter. There you go. Yeah, playful playful banter. banter. Good line. Good line. Good line. I know that one of the things, and this is true. One of the things that uh, Brenda Danehart and the, the and Roger and the folks over at Channel Seven tend to tell the the new morning meteorologists, the ones who have not yet worked with us, it's going to be a little unusual when you call that show. <laughs> but I think we're okay. I, I felt Very bad. Good. I felt bad when someone said I was treating him. I don't think I treated him poorly at all. Seven fifty ten to the hour. We've got slider on sports coming up. We want to talk about the the wheel, the wheel of fortune. And what's going to happen to poor Vanna? This and more straight ahead. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the Watchdog trusts. Hello, Ohio Valley. This is Kate Delaney inviting you to join me overnight here on the Watchdog. Whether it's talking to big names in entertainment or sports, discussing the latest political news, or just chatting about life, I'll be here to keep you company on the Watchdog, WVLY AM 1370, FM 97.7, or online at watchdognetwork.com. You're gonna make a run And you plan on having fun The one place you should know Gumby's Grab and Go He has his say 
you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Maybe we should try a new format, and I know that uh, no, there are stations that call themselves Rock and Talk, and this is what they do: is they play you know heavy metal music, and then they uh, they do talk shows in between. Um, maybe that's what today is going to be: Rock and Talk. It is uh, Led Zeppelin bumper music uh, Wednesday because Garen, our intern, is leaving us, and in honor of that, we gave her a chance to pick. Uh, Bumper musics. Had she been smart and wanted to suck up, she could have said, "Oh, let's do some more Barry Manilow." There you go. She could have done that. And I got to ask you, Howard. Any time in your life have you ever been a fan of Led Zeppelin? Is no. that something you would have listened no. to? No, I mean, me, me they, I, I, they are of my era when I was a kid, but no, I was never a fan of of, of uh, Led Zeppelin. No. Shame. Garen, Garen, Garen. <laughs> Seven to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Next hour, a couple of serious things I want to get into. The Supreme Court, a, a big surprise to me. And it was a convincing vote, six to three, which means the liberal justices and multiple conservative justices all agreed. They rejected this very controversial election theory that Donald Trump had been backing and all the far right wing Looney Tunes had been backing. And frankly, it would have turned our system upside down. And I thought they would probably go ahead and support it. They didn't. So we'll take some time to talk about that. And then uh, state Democratic Party chairman in West Virginia, Mike Pushkin, coming in to talk about the Democrats' perspective on the U.S. Senate race. Right now, however, at 6 till the hour, it is time for Slider on Sports. Thank you, Howard. Last night at PNC Park, it first looked like the same old problems for the Pittsburgh Pirates. When the San Diego Padres bunched five hits and scored three runs in the top of the second. Then it looked like starting pitcher Rich Hill yeah, is over the hill. <laughs> then it looked like the heavy rain was going to wipe the game out. But in the end, Pittsburgh finally scores some runs, beating San Diego by a score of 9-4. to four. Rookie Nick Gonzalez got uh, his first major league hit, a triple, then homered, leading the Pirate offense with two RBI and two runs scored. Andrew McCutcheon had three hits. Carlos Santana also with three hits and a home run. He went back-to-back -back with Jack Sulinski in the third inning. Sulinski, Howard, you might remember, was in an 0-for-29 skid. He must have closed his eyes last night and he hit a home run. And, Howard, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Are you ready for this, Mark Delbrook? Even catcher Austin Hedges had two hits and was on base four times. Just amazing in itself right there. Rich Hill settled in, allowing four earned runs over six innings, walking two, striking out four. He evens his record at seven and seven. Two same two teams tonight from PNC Park. Mitch Keller, he gets the start for the Pirates' first pitch right around 7.05. The Reds beat the Orioles last night 3-1. Cincinnati now leads the National League Central. Pittsburgh in fourth place five games out. And best wishes to Cleveland Guardians manager Terry Francona. Not feeling well before last night's game against the Kansas City Royals, and he is not with the team. He's undergoing uh, precautionary testing at a Kansas City hospital. If you remember, both the 2020 and the 2021 seasons were cut short due to health issues. So best of luck to him. Cleveland is in second place in the American League Central Division, a half game behind the Minnesota Twins. And Howard, another uh, tragic story here. I don't know if you heard this or not. A uh, very tragic story. Seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson's in-laws and a nephew were found dead in an apparent murder-suicide oh, out in Oklahoma. Police have released information where it appears that Johnson's mother-in-law shot the 11-year-old boy, then her husband, and then took her own life. Very, very sad story. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.57. Um, Waterfront Wednesday tonight features our uh, colleague and friend, Butch Maxwell, and his uh, old group, the M80s. Butch jamming down at He's the riverfront. Jamming. All right, Butch. You know, there are people on this radio station I just get so frustrated with because they actually go out and do things. I mean, <laughs> Butch is Butch is one uh, – Mark Delbrook's, not Mark Delbrook, but the whole Pine Room guys yes. are the same way. They're just always out. They're doing things. They're going places. They're selling their beer and selling their sandwiches and, and doing live broadcasts and live podcasts and so on. It's like, come on, guys, you're just wearing me down. And what do you and I do when we finish up here? How Go about home, 10 after 2? Yes, or get something to get eat something and to take eat. a nap. Get something to eat and then take a nap. I mean, gee, many Christmas. And Butch is the same way. Butch is, of course, he has a show here on Wednesdays. He, um, 
is a professor at, uh, I think it's Wheeling University, I'm not sure where, but he, he teaches some classes. Um, he writes those uh, murder mystery things. He's a writer, things. yeah, actor. Uh, he's an actor. Um, he's in the um, 80s, and he has actually some other bands that he's in. He's playing you know, music all the time. And he and his wife travel like crazy. He's never home. How do they, how, you know, again, three hours, I'm done here. <laughs> I mean, I'm done. I got to, Bob, let's get something to eat. Take me home. I got to go to, I got to take a nap. You want to go to lunch, Howard? No, I'm too tired. I'm going to go take a nap. Absolutely <laughs> true. So it's, I just don't, sheesh. Anyway, uh, Butch and his group. Way to go, Butch. The M80s have a concert tonight uh, at Waterfront Wednesday, Heritage Port tonight. Um, live new wave music from the B-52s, Blondie, Bow Wow Wow. Does it say Led Zeppelin? Uh, let me check here. Devo, Go-Go's, Joan Jett. Got these. On Cindy, I've seen Joan Jett in concert. Cindy, you have? Really? Yeah, I love her. Okay. She's not bad. And Cindy Lauper? She's still around? She's this older, Howard. That's all. The Pretenders, The Romantics, Talking Heads, Teaser, another one of his groups, and much more. M80's free concert tonight, Wheeling Waterfront Wednesday. Um, and we should promote these more because, you know, when so I, I, there, there are a couple of people who have recently come into the area and they've gone on to some of the Facebook pages I'm part of, and they say things like, well, we're moving to the area. You know, what is there to do around here? And there's always these, you know, well, I'll tell you what, there's nothing. Just turn around and go back wherever you came from. Nothing to do around here except drugs and and uh, you get in trouble. And I'm thinking, you know, Waterfront Wednesday, and t- just in Wheeling, Waterfront Wednesday, Toe Tap and Tuesday, Toe Tap and Tuesdays too. The um, free movie nights, these are all summer activities. The Italian Festival, the Greek Fest coming up, the uh, all the festivals on the, on the Heritage Port. Uh, Ogilvy uh, Park has a concert every Sunday night. If you're into music, Center Market has a variety of concerts throughout the summer season. Jeez, I, I wish people would just stop this. Oh, just go home. All we can do right here is do drugs. Maybe you do drugs, but the rest of us have things to do. Jeez, how are you? I was going to say, those people just sound like they're mad that all they do is drugs. I think that's <laughs> right. How are you fired up? I, it does fire me up. Hey, it's 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 7.7 7. AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News, 